Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. And uh, last week we ended up looking deeper into verse 12 of Philippians 4. And so tonight we're going to dive into verse 13. Verse 13 applies to every area of our lives, but specifically Paul is talking about financial conditions in his life at this time. So this is a verse, and most of us know Philippians 4.13, um, but this is a verse that can, be, that can touch every single area of our lives. Um, but specifically, Paul is talking, was talking and has been discussing uh, the financial things that had been going on in his life. And so um, it is a... Uh, a verse that is applying directly to that at this point. Paul realizes that no matter what state, the state of the natural uh, place he is in, or even uh, uh, oh, here we go. Paul realizes that no matter the state of the natural, he has strength from the supernatural to overcome and walk through the natural. So let's go to Philippians four thirteen. It says this. And most of you could quote it for sure. It says, I can do what? Through Christ who strengthens me. You know, a lot of people think, well, I can do most things. I can do half the things I need to do through Christ who strengthens me. But, but the scripture clearly tells us here that we can do what? All things, all things through Christ. The scripture says, this, uh, this passage is uh, paraphrased in the message as this, whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. I like that. In the one who makes me who I am. How are you going to, how many have, how many have heard the, uh, the enemy uh, tell, try to sing a song to you about, uh, about how you're not going to make it? Try to, try to put a tune to your life. Try to paint a picture for your life. Try to uh, consistently uh, speak words to your life that you're not going to make it. You're not going to overcome. You're not going to come through. You know, this is something that Heidi and I have talked about. and something that we, uh, we deal with. Um, it's a gray Ford Explorer. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'm sure the people on the live stream appreciate that. If they're checking their Ford, then you know. All right, good, we got her. All right. <laughs> Praise God. It's brown. Oh, yeah. Well, our sound guy is colorblind, so. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. That's really funny. How many have sat down with your keys and set your alarm off? Oh, man, I've done it so many times. I actually thought that was me. I thought I probably did that because I had the keys in my pocket. And I, yeah. I'm supposed to take them out, but I forget sometimes. All right, where were we? We were talking about something. We can do how many things through Christ? All things. The message says, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Now, we live in a world, and this is what we were talking about. We live in a world that the enemy is constantly painting a picture of your destruction. I've watched this through the years. The more uh, we'll have people come to the church, or, uh, and even through the years watching people in church, um, 
the first step usually, obviously, that happens is they give their life to the Lord. And I watch them through the years. I watch people come in and kind of, you know, they know God should be in their life. And they're kind of halfway there. And they, they sit and they, you can tell they're listening and they're maybe getting a few things out of the message. But for the most part, they're disconnected. They've checked out. They're thinking about something else. And then over time, as things happen, you know, they, uh, as humans, we realize that the devil attacks everybody equally. He's not, uh, he doesn't play favorites. And, uh, and you realize before through life that you went through an attack and you called on God and he helped you. And then you realize, you know what, maybe it's just better if I just stay close to God, period. And I don't ever get myself way back away from him. And out of fellowship with him like I should. I'm not saying the person's not born again. They just, you know, God's not that high on their priority. You know, they think uh, they're, they're kind of, you know, sit and listen with, with a kind of a crossed arms attitude. Not that that's wrong. But you can tell sometimes with people their heart is, yeah, come on. You don't know how bad my situation is. I watch people through the years make adjustments and really dig into the Word of God and find out who they are in Christ. And over time, you get to the point where it doesn't matter who's ministering, and if you've heard that verse 7,000 times, and you read it that morning and it spoke to you, they'll say, open to this verse, and you won't go, oh, I just read that verse. Can't we teach on something else? You'll go, ooh, I'm about to learn something else. And when you get to that place, that's the place that Paul's speaking from here. You know, I never get tired of I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's enough power in that verse to give every person on the planet the strength they need to get through what they're going through right now. You don't need another verse. I heard this years ago, there was a minister who was ministering in healing school. And this gentleman came in who was, uh, uh, he was considered terminal. The doctors had given up on him. Uh, he had a really serious situation. And he was talking about um, scripture. Uh, the minister that was there was much younger than him. The man that needed healing was much older. And the, the man that was ministering healing was quoting scriptures. And he said, before I could get them all the way out, the man would finish them for me. But not with confidence. More like in, yeah, yeah, give me something new. And when he did that, um, then finally the, the, the minister finally just kind of got quiet because he didn't know what else to give a person, the person. And the person said, listen, I, I was listening to Brother Hagin when you were in diapers. Now let me, let me, let me, let's just pull this all the way back here and set the scenario for what that person is saying. If they're finishing a scripture before the minister that they're in front of can finish it, but doing it in a despising way, are they despising that minister? They're despising God. And if you were listening to Brother Hagen when the, other, when the minister was in diapers, why are you in the place that you're in asking for help? Maybe it has something to do with pride. See, we have to realize this. There's enough power in this verse. You know, have you ever, you ever uh, uh, 
I was listening to a minister the other day. I just listen in, in my car. Some people listen to Caleb. I don't. I listen to Faith. So, but anyway, no slam on Caleb. <laughs> but but they, the word of faith is not taught there. You know what I mean? They don't have teachers that teach. It's, just, it's the worship in different songs, which is fine. But, but I was listening to this minister, and he was talking about how somebody had come to him and, and wanted some, some, some help, actually came to his son and, and, and wanted some help on a particular issue. And uh, so they were talking, and he, uh, he said, uh, uh, he, this minister that he came to for help started giving him scriptures. And the gentleman looked at him and said, no, 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 I don't want any of that. That's what this so-and-so minister over here told me the same thing. I don't know if you know this, but as a minister, we don't have anything else to give you. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to make stuff up. And the minister that was, and you might think this is hard, but it needed to be done. The minister that was listening to him said, well, if you want to listen to the word, then there's no use us talking. And he got up and left. And sometimes you have to do that. Amen? Sometimes you just got to do it. Because people, people can, dis and they, they think they're just brushing you off. And we don't take it personally. It's not something you take personally. They're brushing God off. So if he says you can do all things, you can do all things. Anything that God has asked and commissioned you to do, you can do. What, what has to take place is the transformation of our what? Our thinking. Uh, I preached this message years ago. Get the stink out of your think. People say, I can't help what I think. And yet the Lord said, take every thought captive. <laughs> we do things in church and we think we're spiritual, but we're just full of the soul. We're just full of fleshiness at times. But we can do all things. And when you have, I like this message paraphrase. It says, I can make it through anything um, in the one who makes me who I am. When we understand the one who makes us who we are. Wow. Well, I just can't love this person. The relationship is beyond repair because. So the love of God isn't enough. So we can't do all things through. <laughs> you don't know what they did to me though. You don't it's not fair. No. The same forgiveness that Christ literally has in his inner being lives on the inside of me. I am made up of God's DNA. Now, if you look at this outside, you wouldn't know that unless the glory shines through, which I'm believing for. And that's not like a preacher statement. I'm actually believing for it. I'm believing for it for you, for this place. Life in Christ, right? Here's the thing. We have enough ability in Him from the Spirit to overcome any and all things we're facing. 
And he will lead us and guide us by his spirit and navigate us right through it if we'll listen. Amen? And uh, there is no situation where his strength is not sufficient. The Weymouth translation says, I have strength for anything through him who gives me power. The NIV, the reader's edition, is what they call it. I can do everything by the power of Christ. He gives me strength. The Passion Translation, which I love, says, And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. <laughs> Glory to God. And you know, you, you have to believe that when you don't feel it. You feel like, you know, like Brother Hagin used to say, you feel like you don't have enough power. If it, it, He used to say this about people. If all their brains were dynamite and it went off at once, it wouldn't be enough power to blow their nose. Yeah, I think that went through. It's good and southern. You may feel like you're just, you know, you're trying to attack the enemy and you got black cats. You know, little fireworks. But the reality is, in the spirit, you are setting off TNT when you declare what the, what the Lord says concerning your situation. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time for it to manifest. But if you just hang on and wait patiently on the Lord, as Psalms 37 says, and declare Him and, wait and put your trust in Him, He is moving and operating and He will bring these things to pass in your life. Amen. You can actually get so full of faith that you're so confident that things are about to change on a level that you've never seen before, yet you haven't seen any of it. But on the inside of you, you're going, hey, hey victory is mine. You can actually be so full of the word, so full of faith, that in the midst of what was seeming overwhelming, you're not going to make it. How are we going to do it? The government's doing this. The government's doing that. Oh, no, what's going to happen? And in the midst of all of it, you can actually stand up in the middle like Paul did when he was about to be shipwrecked. And he said, sirs, to be of good cheer, take heart. I believe, God, that it will be for us just as it was told me. You say, how? Feed on the word. People say, how do you know when it hits? You'll know when it hits. Well, I read the word for an hour, and it didn't seem like much change. Then you need to read for two. Well, it didn't seem that then three. Well, it didn't seem then four. Listen, how many know when the cup is about to overflow when you're pouring milk in it? Do you sit there and go, I don't know if it's full yet, and it's just brimming over the top? No, you know it's full. In the spirit, it's the exact same way. You said, are you sure? I've been doing it for years. You said, what do you do? I cut everything else out and spend hours reading and praying. People say, I don't have hours. You do. Don't lie to me. Don't make me come out there and slap your rear end. I <laughs> my kids. <laughs> that doesn't happen much anymore. <laughs> In other words, what? You have time. What are you willing to cut out? Well, every Tuesday, we watch this particular show. So why don't you stop binge watching and start binge reading? 
Have you noticed that your favorite program just makes you forget about your problem? This one will actually make it go away. Because <laughs> there's strength in here. There's life in here. There's faith in here. This word will get inside of you and change your physical circumstances in your body. This word will reroute your thinking. It'll reconnect and reroute your nerves, joints, your emotions. It'll redo you from the inside out. Because it's resurrection life. We have power in Christ. We have ability in Christ. In the Greek, this verse reads, I am strong for all things in the one who constantly infuses strength in me. Paul's strength comes from his knowledge of the word of God. Knowledge is not stored information, but something which is usable each day in our battle against the world and against satanic messengers. All of the attacks of Satan, I'm telling you what, God is doing some amazing things, and we haven't seen the half of it yet. When I was unsaved, I, could, I, could, uh, I would get drunk and high at the same time. So what is, what do you, you know, some people, most people know what that means today, but uh, some people don't. What did that mean? You drink until you're drunk, and then you smoke until you're high. You say, what's that like? You feel drunk and high. I now read until I'm drunk. There is no higher place than Ephesians 2.6. It is the highest spot in the universe. I now read until my vision shifts. You say your vision shifts. Yeah, I'm no longer seeing here. I'm seeing here. I'm no longer seeing my circumstance from here. I'm seeing my circumstance from here. I'm no longer just, it's no longer just having a conversation and seeing what's in front of me and hearing what the, the enemy says or the doctor says or the, the people say or the finances or the politicians say. I now see things from a different perspective. It's knowledge of the word does, isn't just information, it's revelation. I'm not just functioning from a place of storing up facts. These are not just facts. This is something higher than a fact. It's called truth. The fact may be that you have a child or you know somebody who is struggling with homosexuality or an issue in their life, drug addiction or, or an alcohol addiction or, or, or depression, or they may be just full of anger and rage. That may be the fact, but the truth is the anointing destroys yokes and removes burdens. The anointing is not a respecter of the enemy's weapons. He's not a respecter of the enemy's yokes and his chains. He doesn't look at what the enemy has manufactured and go, Oh no, what are we going to do? He looks at it and says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you're hearing from the Holy Ghost, he is speaking to you in accordance with what Jesus not only said, but has accomplished in his death, burial, and resurrection. 
So he doesn't look at our problems from heaven. The perspective from heaven is not how are we going to deal with the devil. It's mostly how can we work with our child to get their mind in the right place and get them speaking and acting in faith with me. Because the covenant always works. God always does his part. And he is always ever faithful. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And so it, it moves as you, get, as you grow in these things and, and develop in these things. These truths move from information to revelation. They move from the place of just knowing what that scripture says to actually living it with it alerted to your face. You say, what do you mean by that? You're in a difficult situation, but you're still smiling. <laughs> you don't have the weight of the world on your face. You don't have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Why? You're not Atlas. <laughs> you're, you're not supposed to carry your burdens. Jesus is. Jesus is great. He's like, oh, good. They gave us all these burdens. I think sometimes people think, think that uh, uh, Jesus, you know, they have a picture of Jesus with like all these burdens on him. No, he's not that dumb. He takes your burden and chucks it and goes, we'll deal with it. But he's not running around going, oh. <laughs> His reward was not burdens. It was joy. Amen? <laughs> All of the attacks of Satan and the world are against the mind. That's where they begin. This is why knowledge is the key or a key to victory. Remember this. Faith begins where the will of God is what? Known. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So if you don't know something, you can't have faith for it. If you don't have faith for it, you won't experience a victory. Do you see that connection? So you have to know it. You have to get it in you. You say, what, what would you recommend if I really don't see the power in this scripture? Put it in your mouth for a week. Say it as much as you can. Every time you think about, think about it, or every time you, it comes across your mind, say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, if you're out in public and you're around people, just say it under your breath. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Something comes against you and the first thought that hits your natural mind and your feeling is, what am I going to do here? Out of your mouth, declare, this is a thing and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The significance of verse 13 is found in the fact that Paul's ability to overcome in, life, in life's adversities did not come through self-sufficiency, but through Christ's sufficiency. This strengthening was part of Paul's ongoing Christian experience and was rooted in his being united with Christ. All of our ability in the Christian life is found in Christ. It is not our ability that makes us strong, but our availability through Christ that enables us. Paul said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, to some faith people, word of faith people, that sounds contradictory, but it's not. What's Paul saying? In the natural, 
when I'm weak, in Christ I am strong. When, the, when, when there doesn't seem to be a way through and everything's crashing in, in that sense, that's when your faith comes from within you. If you'll listen to your heart in difficult circumstances, just go ahead and get quiet. Get your mind quietened down. Get it, get it silent. You'll hear laughter inside your heart. And people say, how do you know that? Go, just go to Psalms 37. You don't have to if you don't want to turn there. They'll probably put it on the screen. Psalms chapter 37, I'll show you why. I'll show you why this happens. Psalms chapter 37, uh, verse 12. The wicked plots against the just and gnashes his teeth at him. Uh, and gnashes at him with his teeth. Verse 13. The Lord... Well, look at there. The Lord likes jokes too. The Lord what? Laughs at him for he sees that his what? Day is coming. He sees that his day is what? So, say this with me. Say, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can laugh at the enemy because with the Lord, I see his day coming. <laughs> Amen. This, this is just, that, Psalms 37 there, 13, that's just one of those verses that says God laughs at his enemies. There's multiple. We should join the chorus. But Sean, if I do that, what if it doesn't work? Well, let me just say this. Since you want to go that thought, that route. Better to laugh all the way into eternity than to not show faith at all. I don't know about you, but there's a good old cowboy saying, it's good to die with your boots on. <laughs> you say, what does that mean? You were doing something. You were in faith declaring the word of the Lord. You know, John Osteen, right before he passed, he had a stroke, and he was... Uh, having some issues and he was in bed and one of his kids actually asked him he said was it worth it and and he actually passed away right after this he he looked up he opened he opened his eyes he looked up and he said for the lord he is good and his mercy endures forever and bam he was gone into heaven <laughs> the lord laughs the lord la see we think in terms we think too short term we think, well, yeah, oh, but, you know, I'm 75, I'm 78, I'm, I'm 100, I'm whatever. Or we think, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, and then by the time, and we think too short. See, God already has the end written. And this is the shortest thing you'll do. So even if you did leave early, and we were sad about it, in the, in the space of time, 
It actually was like 15 minutes early. Now, I might come talk to you if you leave early when we get there. But really, in the space of what's going on, why is God in heaven going, it ain't that bad? (laughs) When you're strong and full of the word, you can laugh at your enemy. And I'm not talking about your spouse. Or your boss. Or your former friend who backstabbed you in the back. None of them. I'm not talking about any of those. Those people are not your enemy. The people say, well, you don't know what they did. I don't need to know what they did. I probably experienced something similar. It doesn't change what the word says. My enemy is not flesh and blood. My battle, my fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and powers and rulers and darkness and wickedness in heaven. That's my enemy. Satan and his demons are my enemy. And so when he comes in the middle of the night and wakes you up and tries to overflow your mind with thoughts of things that aren't helping you sleep, in the middle of that you need to just, if, you're, you know, if your spouse is next to you, if you're by yourself and you live alone, man, just let her rip. Ha, 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 devil. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Well, that sounds crazy. I'm just trying to be like my dad in heaven. Who are you trying to be like? See, people think, well, you, you say that. No, 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 you don't understand. I do that. My wife's sleeping next to me. We got a good king-size bed, so it's a little ways over, but, you know... <laughs> You say, what? Yeah, I just there, I'll just go, ha, 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 devil. You know, he's a lot like you. He doesn't like to be laughed at. <laughs> he doesn't like to be laughed at either. He's got to be the most insecure creature in the universe. He's got to be the most fearful, worried Wrought up in knots, ulcers, heart problems, disease problems. I mean, he's got to have every kind of, because it's who he is. How many know, the moment he rejected the Lord and got cast out, he realized what kind of anointing and presence he lost. Because he lost it. He was in the inner circle there. He was up there leading worship. He was a lead dude. And now he's a defeated dude. Majorly defeated. Amen? Now you're going to have to put it on. I got through a verse. This verse in Philippians 4.13, it says this in one commentary. Paul was saying that when he recognized his inability... And therefore relied on the Lord, then the Lord's strength flowed through him. How many, how many, uh, and I wrote this down, part of walking in faith is understanding your own inability. Real faith recognizes its weakness and relies on another's strength. 
aren't you glad that you don't have to be the strength to get you through? Think about this. You don't have to be the healing. He is. You don't have to be the wisdom. He is. You don't have to be the the, uh, soundness of mind. He is. You don't have to be the answer to all. You, You are not your spouse's God. Well, if I don't do this and I don't do this, you don't know what kind of the price I have to pay. And this goes, I, this goes both ways, okay? So this isn't just one way or the other. This goes both ways. I've seen it. <laughs> Faith won't put pressure on another person to be God. Amen. Woo, you got, Heidi said it on, uh, I think she said it on Sunday when she was teaching. She said, God is our source, capital S. Capital S. He is the source. Well, I'd be at peace if my husband would just, and I'd be at peace if my wife would just. No, you'd be at peace if you'd grow up and use your faith. <laughs> Glory to God, that was a good one. That's a, we could end on that. We could just we could wrap it up right there. Well, you, you know, <laughs> no, you're going to have to put it on sometimes. So, so when you're brushing your teeth tonight, when you're getting ready for bed, ha ha, devil. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. See, if I could show you Psalms 37 in my Bible right now, you would see where I got to go there. You got like two seconds. I know I'm over. I, I, I don't want to go over, but I'm over. My, my intentions are right. My actions are just, you know, just I got to go. So I, I do this. I, I say it, it says in verse one, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity, for they shall, they shall soon be cut down like the grass. And in my Bible, I wrote, ha, 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 devil. I have it written there. It's written in there. See? See, I write in there. I write in there. You say evildoers. Yeah. Who's the evildoer? Satan. Listen to me. It goes on to say, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he, will, he shall give you the desires of your heart. I write it next to it. He gives me the desires of my heart. Commit your way to the Lord and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your, and I take out your, and I put my righteousness as the light. What does that mean? That means what's inside of me will manifest outside of me. He says this, and your justice as the noonday. Sometimes people think, I need justice. It's coming at noon. Verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. I wrote next to that, ha, 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 devil. Cease from anger and forsake from wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. Now watch, I want you to see this verse. And and skip down to, uh, uh, I could preach this whole thing, but Psalms 37 
Verse number 35 says, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree. (laughs) Watch this. Verse 36, yet he passed away and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. Now watch. People think in terms of, and this is, this is what I understand why, they th- they're thinking in terms of David phys- David's physical fights. I take this and run it through the New Testament and make it about the devil. Anything that steals, kills, I will search for it and it will not be found. Come on, you ever had a symptom in your body? You went to search for it? And the Lord says, it will not be found. (laughs) Ha, 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 devil. (laughs) You know, you you keep acting like that, Sean, and the devil's going to find you. He knows where I am. (laughs) You say, how do you know? Believe me, we have been through fights. But I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, things are about to shift to another level. I already have seen it. I already looked out. I already got over into the Spirit and saw it. And it is in a long ways away. (laughs) I told Heidi the other day, in fact, this was a few years ago, but we were in prayer. And uh, Rick and Luann was there, and Luann said... Uh, she talked about a windfall harvest. And we've had them. And I've had them. I can feel it in my heart. I feel it in my spirit. I don't see it all yet, but I feel it in my spirit. It's been confirmed prophetically. Multiple times I feel it inside of me. I know it. I talk about feel. I sense it. I know it. It's in me. It's down on the inside of me. There's this breaking through, this opening up, this transfer from the spiritual over dumping into the natural. And I'm not talking about just one area. And this is what I told Heidi because I've experienced this before. I, I know what this feels like. I know this, I know this sense inside of me, this faith that becomes so overwhelming, this resurrection power that becomes so, you're so conscious of it. It's almost like you can grab it in the air, even though you can't see it yet. But by faith in the spirit, you know it's there. And then before long, all of a sudden it starts breaking in everywhere. And I'm not talking about one avenue. I'm talking about physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. This this pouring forth of the Spirit of God. You see, the Lord, and you'll read this in Psalms 37, knows my days. That means He numbers them. Not the devil. And I've got promises that have been given to me prophetically and personally from the Lord visiting me various ways. And they shall come to pass. How will we walk it out? Come on, what's yours?
it can become so strong in you. I've watched it in people that know God. They get laser focused. In fact, people don't understand them, natural thinkers. They don't get it. You get it. This word is in you. I'm telling you, start in Matthew and go. People say, when do I stop? When you have to. You say, what do you mean have to? Like, you need to use the bathroom or you mess yourself? That'd be a have to. <laughs> then come back and do it. You know, people say, well, I got to make dinner. Well, do you really have to? You know, I, I, you know, I know you got to go to work. I get that. Well, that, you know, we, my favorite team, do you have to watch them though? I mean, is it a requirement? Well, my friends asked me to go do this, but do you have to? How many like Thanksgiving? Do you know when you're full? Does it stop you from eating? Nope. <laughs> you cannot. This will not hurt you. <laughs> know him. Know him. You say, how do you know, Sean? You know. Inside. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.